0: it's football friday your chance to put the press on presson double e football team president and ceo chris presson joins chelsea and shea for your questions brought to you by touchback safety first in industry first in class and morley's here too the whole gang involved good morning chris how are you thanks for joining us I am doing well. Thank you. Hey, I wanted to check in with you because we had you on last Friday and your family is now here about to experience their first winter. And you said that uh, you told them it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Shortly after we talked, Snowmageddon hit. Um, How did that go over?
1: It's been a a bit dicey at the Preston household. (laughs) Let's just put it to you that way. We've had uh, some adjusting going on, but have made it through the week and uh, seem to be adjusting nicely. Good. That's good to hear. Who's doing the shoveling? You know what? It's funny you say that. I literally had my first experience at shoveling a driveway. I'm I'm sincerely not exaggerating. And I watched my neighbor across the street do it. And she did it in about 20 minutes. And I went out and it took me about two and a half hours. And I realized she had <laughs> shoveled hers twice before me. So now I understand why people shovel, shovel their driveways multiple times a day. Yes, I learned several something. times.
2: Yeah, you got to shovel well at snowing sometimes just so you can, <laughs>
1: you can Yeah, I wasn't footage. very good at it, but I learned. You know, my neighbor taught me something that- without hurting snowing.
2: You got to find that perfect pattern too, right? Every driveway is different. You got to find which way is quickest to do it. It's like cutting
1: the grass sometimes, right? Well, I went right down the middle, and then I went side to side. So I I divided it up in quarters, and and it seemed to work pretty well. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, Yeah, I could see that. Sure,
2: you're an old pro. Well, you're officially an Edmontonian now, man. Shoveling snow for the first time. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Hey, I want to ask you too before we get into some questions. uh, It's Friday the thirteenth. You've been in sports pretty much all your adult life. Uh, Get any
1: superstitions? Oh Man, Uh, I think only if I were at a game would I have superstitions and it's a certain way that I I hold my hands or if we're having luck and I'm watching at home on TV, I I make sure that wherever my kids and wife are that they stay in those certain positions during uh, good times and if the other team scores and they have moved, I make them go back to the same spot. Interesting. I bet they like that,
2: don't they?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird in our house on game days, for sure. It's
2: the better bet. than the guys who
0: won't wash their underwear game after game after game if they're on a winning streak. That one's a little more palatable, I think, Chris.
1: Yeah, that was a bit much for me, maybe when I was younger. But now I, I certainly couldn't handle that. I'm I'm more about being a bit more domesticated. So that's that makes why sense. I make people stay in certain places <laughs> if my team's winning. There you go.
2: Good. Um, okay. Last week, some of the questions we got were, were about Joey Moss and, and how the, the team going forward is going to honor his legacy and honor him uh, when we begin to play again. And, and uh, since last week, something's developed, and I know you got something to announce this morning to honor Joey Moss.
1: Absolutely. We're excited to announce that we will be launching a 50-50 to benefit the Winifred Stewart Foundation Joey Moss Memorial Fund which we know he is near and dear to everyone's heart in this community, including ours. And uh, it will take place on what would have been Grey Cup Sunday. So a week from this Sunday, uh, the the opportunity to purchase begins at 10 a.m. and it will conclude at 8 p.m. We hope to have a, a winner drawn by 8.30. And again, this is one of those large ideas that I mentioned last week that I couldn't let out of the bag yet because we didn't have approval, but it's something that should move the needle, not only now, but well into the future as well. Awesome. Incredible. What a great idea. Yeah, it's uh, again, we want to continue to advocate for those with developmental disabilities in Alberta while certainly keeping Joey's name and and flame burning bright. Are the details in place yet on how to get involved? You can get involved by going to our website. Again, it will be a one-day-only event. Uh, The tickets will not go on sale until a week from from this Sunday, so the 22nd at 10 a.m.
3: Okay, awesome, Chris. Now, we do have some other questions from from listeners. People have submitted them online at 630chat.com, and you're welcome to send us a text, 780-496-0063. Well, we have Chris if you have a burning, burning question about CFL or the E-football team. Um, Chris, this one coming from Todd. He says, will season ticket prices go up, down, or stay the same?
1: They'll stay the same. Uh, we're not going to raise anything in the near future for obvious reasons, and we're certainly looking at other ways to make sure we give everyone, regardless of economic condition, a chance to come to our to our games. It's uh, similar to you know, what we did last year with the $99 season seat, where we, we offered a thousand initially, we sold all of those, we offered another four or 500, we sold all of those. So certainly I got the message around price point and value. And as we look to do different things coming out of a pandemic, that's one of the things that we're focused on.
0: You know, Chris, we were talking with Morley earlier and, uh, you know, there was talk initially, there were some rumors that maybe the CFL would work in a bubble in in, uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba and things like that. Now you look what's going on in Manitoba, a week away from Grey Cup. um, I guess there's that uncertainty. It it turned out probably for the best that you're not there trying to to run this. But I mean, how hard is it to plan with uh, that uncertainty hanging over everything?
1: Well, it's a really good point. It's something that I talk to my counterparts across the league about every day, and my most recent conversation was last night about 5 o'clock with Wade Miller in Winnipeg around not just the bubble, but the league in general and and all that you mentioned. And certainly when you're planning for the unknown, it's a bit hard. And beyond that, it's always a moving target. You know, one one week presents one set of challenges and the next week those challenges are gone, but a whole new set of challenges have come up. It's certainly a dynamic that everyone in our world is dealing with and, and we're certainly not not discounted as a part of that. As we look toward 2021, we're planning for a regular season, but we also are modeling around what may happen if we have to have reduced capacity. Uh, I'm encouraged by the vaccine news, although I'm not dumb enough to think that there will be mass distribution immediately, I'm still encouraged by the fact that there seems to be major strides just within the last 10 days.
3: Yeah, Chris, tell us about Grey Cup Unite. This is um, this is a project that's going to involve digital content from all nine teams.
1: It is, and uh, fans can register to be a part of Grey Cup Unite at greycupunite.ca Cup um, It involves a number of things. The commissioner will be giving his state of the league. Our head coach, Scott Miladovich, will be on a panel next Wednesday at 1145 talking about all things coaching. We have Trevor Harris, our quarterback, on a panel the very next day, so the 19th as well. And then we have Vontae Diggs, who's one of the more enjoyable, outspoken members of our team who will be on a panel regarding diversity of strength. And so we're really looking forward to a program and the programming around that. We're also working right now with Spirit of Edmonton and uh, those at the league office to put on potentially a virtual event around Grey Cup that would be localized. So stay tuned for details on that if we can if we can get that to the finish line.
2: Considering the situation
1: you're, you and the league are in, Chris, how important is next week to, to you know,
2: you're going to have a lot of your play, people out there talking, whether it be players, the commissioner, coaches. Uh, how important is it to, to get back into the limelight, back into the spotlight and tell remind people that, hey,
1: we didn't play this year, but we're still here? Yeah, I think it's important, Morley, and, and I think it's important that we show the fans that we've been working. And, you know, I was speaking with a member of my senior leadership team just yesterday, and she and I were talking about how now uh, it's as though we're busier now than, than it is typically when we have games going on. So I think it's important to understand that we are planning, we are prodding forward. Uh, We will not let this virus beat us, and we're looking to get back on the field in 21 and do it in a way that can be not just bigger and better than ever. We really think there's uh, some pent-up frustration if we can get that consumer confidence back, which, in my opinion, will come through a vaccine. And if we can get that consumer confidence back, I really think we could see something special in 2021.
0: So, Chris, we'll wait and see what happens next year. We know we are into the Grey Cup season here, uh, typically we would be. Um, And and when we talk about what uh, is going on with what is happening this year, I guess, uh, a lot of legendary Edmonton Eskimos are getting involved to help you guys um, sort of keep the Grey Cup spirit alive this fall. What's happening?
1: That's right, Shay. We've seen some wonderful footage from previous EE heroes talking about Grey Cup games from Warren Moon to Brian Kelly and Dave Cutler, Gizmo and others. And uh, the next few days are focused on the five in a row teams. Uh, Next Monday, we're streaming the 2005 Grey Cup, which was a double overtime win against Montreal in Vancouver. And then Grey Cup Sunday, we'll be streaming the 1980 Grey Cup as well. So just so many wonderful moments in the tradition and heritage of, of this team. In talking to Alan Watt earlier in the week, his conversation with Warren Moon was special, and certainly Warren is still very engaged in what's going on here. So it's just nice to know that uh, those people that once were players are still legends within this game and within our city and within the league as a whole. It's been cool to watch some of the old stuff, especially the, uh, the Jackie Parker. I've heard so much about the Jackie
2: Parker scoop and score in the long run for the touchdown to win it uh, back. Well, as I watched, I don't know what, I can't remember what year it was, but it was in black and white when I watched it. So that tells you how long ago it was. It was kind of neat to see these plays that are part of the the legacy of this franchise.
1: Yeah, it really is. I I can tell you a few months ago, um, our chair sent me a video of back in the day and. You know, as a, as a Big 12 guy and as an Oklahoman, you know, I had no idea that Billy Vessels played here. And certainly while I'm not a Sooner fan because I am a Cowboy, I was just amazed. And so I began to ask her how he ended up here. And she was telling me at that time that the CFL paid more than the NFL. And uh, it was just quite an eye-opening experience for me. Uh, former coaches that have been here from Pat Dye on down the line. It's just been uh, an amazing, amazing education for me, to be quite frank, and uh, makes me proud to be a part of the team
2: awesome yeah it's We'd amazing like that's that. right he said cfl used to pay more than the nfl that's uh, <laughs> that's kind of weird when you think about it
1: that's right and now i have everyone here in the office an oklahoma state fan because of chuba and, and that's where yeah. i graduated i wife graduated as well so we uh we follow oklahoma state closely in our household and that's when people have to sit in certain spots on game day <laughs> excellent
3: awesome chris well thanks so much for making the time we appreciate the chat and uh we'll check in with you again next week
1: thanks so much